You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. To the fully booked podcast, you have myself, Mace, myself, French, and myself, Andrew. And right now, we're in season 16, we're reviewing the book The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. All right, Marvin Gaye, <laughs> let's get this shit started. I ain't doing this again <laughs> by Morgan Housel. Yeah, all right, chapter one No one's crazy. If you believe that, you believe anything. Mm-hmm. All right, so people from different generations, raised by different parents, who earn different incomes and held different values in different parts of the world, born into different economies, experiencing different jobs, job markets with different incentives and different degrees of luck, learn very different lessons. It's a lot of differences. And that's on page 11. Mm. First question. Yeah. Was money a subject discussed in your family's home? You go first. You know I love this one. Isn't I know it? you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> said about a hundred times on this podcast. <laughs> in my household, yeah. So and I, you know, I, I've done it. Before, I said it before, but you know, there's, there's no home going down taking the trip down memory lane. Let's do it. Yeah. So obviously, my background is social housing. Like when I was born, um, I remember we was living at my mum's. Well, obviously, I don't remember this. My mum's told me we was living at one of her sisters in South Acton, so we didn't even have a place. Eventually. Council like back in the day, I'm born in the '80s, so it's not like there's no you could have a long waiting list. Like you need a, a pl- little place, a flat, whatever. Get a bed suit. You get yeah. So I, I remember living at my. Well, I don't remember what Mama told me. He was living at and then eventually we got a place, little flat. Um, if you're from West, then you're no Green Man Estate. So that's what that like, where Mama got her first permanent place. Like, but anyway, went from there to another social housing, and then eventually, like circumstances, whatever, Mama managed to put some money together and get a house with my dad, whatever. Anyway, long story short, what I remember growing up is even if the conversation wasn't about money, and conversation, I used to have, when I say conversation, I'm talking about heated, heated conversation. Mm. Um, even if it wasn't about money, money. If you boiled it back or stripped it back, and what's what's the root? It was money. Like even because what's crazy now is my parents um, who are not together. They get on. They get on absolutely fine. Like I can pass around to my mums and my dad's there having dinner. True, my mums probably charged him for it, but my, <laughs> my dad's my dad's there having, and it's not a thing in it. Like I went, to my, I was around with my mums yesterday, yeah. and then my dad was just ringing on the phone to her. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's normal. They've got a very, a very, very good work relationship. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Everything's fine now. So, um, but at that time when I was growing up as a kid and they was living in the same household, it was like sometimes there was little like any there was good times, but then the bad times were like the arguments and they all boil back to like money it could be that you know my dad's got money to go out with. my dad's raving with mark morrison and these people but yeah. then when it comes to paying like like it's not enough money or one month you have it good good mm-hmm. and then like my dad will just give up like not give up but he'd do like do a lot or whatever next month just because it's maybe a little bit down or things haven't worked out it's like when it's good like it'll be fine as in like my mom's fine but when it's bad like or not bad or when there's not enough money like was like oh but my dad would be like no, I gave you this last month. I'm yeah, saying you're yeah. happy to take all that, but then when I'm a little bit down, you, I'm up. Yeah. So that's just how it was, isn't it? And in my household, so yeah. yeah, money was a big thing. Whether it was, it was, it was, um, um, openly like you could hear the word money, 
or there's argument about something else but then actually why what's this what's this um um tension in the house it comes it came back down to yeah though so definitely in my household is a big thing bro and see like but see when i'm saying like was it discussed that's that's definitely it was discussed but was it yeah. ever like financial planning was it could be that but yeah. just was it ever was you ever part of that conversation no nah, i was a kid yeah. like i was a kid so i was like yeah let's not even teenagers i'm talking i'm going yeah. there now so it wasn't like oh sorry yeah if you're thinking about like uh, say like um clothes or, or like a school trip then yes at that time it was mainly all right what i mainly remember is bills like household bills yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what i'm saying and stuff like that but not nothing like you're costing me money like that. But I knew the value of stuff, yeah. definitely. And it's all, it's ingrained in me now. Like, you lot know, like, man will go hunt down supermarkets because something's like, buy one, get one free hair and overheads, buy one, get a third off or something yeah. like that. I'm going, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm hunting them down. Like, I, like so you, so um, I know the value of things. I know, like, we're going to go into the book later, but it talks about certain things and I'm like, I fully understand that now, like where you've got this, things might be going well now, but always have that element of doubt that it's not going to be another month like this. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to fruit, fruit, um, like, fruit, like just fall off the tree fruitless. Oh, I just made up something there. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. So I, I, and that's ingrained in me because you go through those periods where um, there's a worry in the house about money. How about you, P? Um, <clears throat> so my mind went over and I was actually going to ask a question but it, mm. it's gone now but it doesn't matter um, like yes and no sorry as so Lee explained his story well he's explained it a few times now anyway so it's that time to get his story right <laughs> so um, <laughs> explained it very well but it made me think as he was talking as to I don't remember of course the source is money but I don't remember you know when arguments are happening there might be like um I was going to say an intro into the argument, dare I say, something yeah. that's caused the argument. Sparked I don't really remember, something, something sparked that sparked it. it. Yeah, yeah, so I don't remember anything that really sparked some of these arguments, but mm-hmm. I guess, um, like I'm going to say yes and no, but I do, I, I remember money being an issue, certainly from probably the age of maybe 11, and I'm thinking that's quite young, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it as vividly as Mason as to mm-hmm. like specific stories as such. I mean, I got one or two as such as to, but it's weird because, I had to pay the rent in my, not me, yo, going to work and, yo, my, <laughs> but I'm saying like, yeah. I had to go to the post office and pay the rent yeah, 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 like yeah. from about say 11. Yeah. And obviously clearly there was, I'll be honest, probably trust issues in the household in regards to the movement and handling mm. of money at that time. I didn't really ask too many questions why, um, but I just knew that's what I did. In fact, that's what probably sparked some of these donut stories. Cause then I was grabbing, <laughs> no, it's true. Cause that's, cause then I was going to the shop to, to buy the papers, buy some mm-hmm. food. There was a bakery um, on my parade of shops at the time. Mm-hmm. And that probably sparked like that sweet tooth. But I mean, like, no, I, I don't, but I feel it's weird that I don't remember too many stories because I do know money has been an issue from the age of 11 stroke 12. And in, and I don't know if it's in going to high school and then my eyes opening obviously a bit wider to what everyone else has got, mm. but then realizing obviously, yo, I need to find a way to get money because from, and mm-hmm. I don't want to go too deep into, cause I'm sure you've got like further questions mm. as well, but mm. from the age of like 12, I'm now thinking, okay, cool. If I buy this mobile at cheap, just say for 10 pound, I can sell it potentially for 20 pound. All those start of thoughts started like bubbling in my mind not too long after I went to high school. And that really wasn't, 
it wasn't my thing, you know, before high school, if that makes any sense. So I think money was an issue. I know money was an issue, but I'm not too sure. Well, we know where and why, but yeah. yeah. Do you know, um, so when I was in high school, I think in year seven, I must've went to one guy's house here. Um, uh, yeah, I went to one, um, went to one, I, don't, I won't say his name, but yeah. I went to one guy's house. And I remember I went home and I was explaining to my mom, I goes, oh, like their kitchen, their kitchen's like Pizza Hut. Like yeah. that's what I actually said. The kitchen looks like Pizza Hut. Yeah. Like, because I stand the kitchen, but it was just I didn't have that at home in it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, what the hell? People live like this. That's when you start going to other people's house, you're like, raw. Yeah. Mad. I remember that as well because, <clears throat> yeah, like I remember that as well. Going to other people's houses and think, oh, this is how the other side of living. <laughs> Yo, this is how the other side of living. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm realizing you probably don't have as much as other people. I'm trying to think. Did it really affect me? It probably affected me a little bit, but I mean. Truth be told, he's mad because we've been having conversations as to how we'd raise our children, like in recent time, you know. And it's mad because I think you said something the other day as to what did I say? I was talking about um, potentially raising my child um, outside of the school system, certainly to a certain age. But we were talking about up to the age of sixteen, I think. And I think what we were saying was like to a child, it may mean the world in regards to actually staying in school and making friends and all that time and making, sorry, and making friends. Yeah. But once they step out of that and probably get to the age of like 18 or 21, they'd really appreciate the fact that you were able to homeschool them and potentially, you know, show them other parts of the world, if that makes any sense. Does that, do you, yeah, you see yeah, where I'm coming from? Different experiences that you can give them. Yeah. I forget where I was going with that anyway, but like, um, I mean, it all boils down to money. Yeah, of course it does. Day. Um, to be able to homeschool, just to kind of add on to your point, to be able to homeschool and give them the experiences that we was talking about. So traveling, um, going to whether it's theatre, whether it's going to different exhibitions, going to um, museums and things like that, that will see time and money. So you're going to need, need both in abundance to be able mm -hmm. to really, I guess, um, widen your, child, your child's experiences. And, and knowledge that you're going to get, you're not just going to get in school. You want to give them a wider depth than what they just receive in school. I think that's what you're alluding to in terms of the conversation we was having. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, in regards to myself, um, <coughs> subject of money was, was definitely discussed, but not in front of us per se. So how do you know it was discussed? Because um, it was probably... Heard behind closed doors. Yeah, same. With me. Like, all right, so you got to go to your room. Then you might hear an arg a conversation that gets louder and louder. <laughs> and louder. I'm like, jaws and from <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> the next minute, it's just like, but don't get me wrong. I don't want it to, to make it sound like it was like um, World War Three in the yard and that, but it was just very apparent. Um, that at times it could be scarce, then there's other times it was, I wouldn't say abundant, but it wasn't like we was living from, from mill to mill and not knowing where the next mill was. Never like that at all. But it was just very, it was very I, was, I was aware of money from a young age. I knew the power of it. I knew that it was a necessary thing to have to be able to do things, whether it was to buy things or to go places. I just knew I was very... Uh, I guess, I, I don't know if clued up's the word, but um, I knew this thing was an issue. It could be an issue. 
to get it to 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 make it and use it was was something that I was privy to from from young, like four or five years old. I just knew. I remember like one of the first times, and I didn't mean to do it at the time, but I just remember um, going to like one of them corner shops, and I walked out with like a bar of chocolate or something like that. But I was just, I'm just thinking, I'm just, I'm just picking up stuff and just walking out. And then obviously, um, my aunt and my mum, like, was like, where did you get that from? I was mm. like, obviously, we just caught them out of the shot. So they've had to go in and pay for it. And they kind of chastised me for, for just taking things or whatever or not. So it's like, you need to pay for it. So I already knew, oh, so I need this thing to get what I want over here. Like, okay, cool. So from then, I'm already putting two two together so there's this thing called money and i've got to have it to get this chocolate i've got to Mm. have it to to get this magazine or this comic that i want so it wasn't it wasn't a case of i was having discussions with my parents about money or only i guess the only conversation that um i would have about money is when i was doing maths so what's 10p plus 20p and if you got 30p then you can have can buy your beano you can do this and you can do that here's some you got to do this to get some pocket money so that that was as far as money discussions was up and up until that point <coughs> but i was very i was very aware of its power in the world from an early age so yeah we'll, sorry we'll discuss can i just forever. just add a question like i'm gonna really look quiet and then i jump to my question so it says the premise of this book is doing well with money. sorry the premise of this book is doing well with money what so I was doing this, doing this already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the premise of the book That's is that. nothing to do with money, but how smart you are, but how you behave. So I guess like looking back as to some of the conversations we overheard, obviously in our household and stuff like that. Mm. Um, would you like having that experience in terms of overhearing these conversations, like with a partner, obviously when, when we get to that point, would you behave in a different way? Oh, to how my parents have. Yeah, or like, how would you how would you manage that situation? Yeah, but I feel like because you got to remember, yeah, not remember because it depends on your circumstance. But all things, all things, what's the term? All things considered, whatever. Yeah, yeah. My parents probably weren't considered. Anyway, they weren't the most financially astute. Does Mm. that make sense? With all due respect. Like investing, all that. When we go into that kind of realm, investment. I keep saying it, and it's, yeah. I'm not even to cut yeah. you, but um, I think we even said it. I said it on in the meeting that we had on Saturday. Mm. Um, you only know what you know. Yeah. Like so, like at the time, your parents would have only known what they. Yeah, what yeah, they, and what they'd yeah, know. yeah. So I think the point I was making is, um, so if it's, I'll grow up. I'm hearing arguments, but then I know that my my pots, you know. He, the, he liked the herbal life, mm. yeah. Mm. So I'm thinking, like, I've grown up and thinking, what, like, what's for my money? And then my mum would reiterate that and say, oh. So that just put me off. I'm like, well, that's for saving. Like in my head, I'm thinking I don't need that. If that makes sense. And even little things like when I was started working sixteen, seventeen, and I started getting my first little paychecks and that, I just wouldn't spend. I remember I bought a Walkman. Like I really wanted a Walkman, and I got that as my very first paycheck. That was one of the first things I've ever bought, like with my own money that I've. Mm. But I remember not really spent because I just always f- saw it as like not wasting money. But I just remember the struggles, and I just remember thinking, I don't know, like that. Um, basically, I'm more. 
I've always been more of a saver, but actually it's not always the way, but I weren't financial. I wasn't educated in that way that actually, um, someone says scam, I don't make no money. Is that rapper? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, So you've got to sometimes make calculated risks and gambles to actually to, because your money just sitting there is not doing anything. Does that make sense? Correct. So, and that's what I'm now having to educate myself more as well, because I always thought, I always had this thing in my head, you just work hard, save, that, and that's it kind of thing. But actually, no, it's not that because you're actually losing money by just save, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's what that's, that is, I'm having to educate myself and trying to educate myself more now at my age because I've got to the point, I've not got to the point, but I'm, I'm almost at the point where, okay, um, get to a position, save, like, be, don't like, don't, so you don't have to worry, where, not where me next more come from, but actually I can miss a paycheck. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yes, I won't be out on the streets. Mm-hmm. So actually, what's the next step with that? And that's that's what not that's where I'm at. But it's like, yeah, I, I wasn't quite taught that by my mum or taught that in my house. It was more have a, just have enough. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Um, to relay the question, was you saying that would I do it different to how my parents did it? Yeah, I know. I mean, I guess like, okay, so we've seen them have the discussion, and more often than not, they're heated. I guess with the experience we have now, like going into what would be your relationship or going into, let's say marriage, for example, mm-hmm. like how would you handle those conversations? I mean, because I like to believe the conversation I would have will be a bit more diplomatic in comparison to the conversations I overheard, which were quite heated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess learning from my parents' um, mistakes, it would have to be uh, an open discussion. Mm. open discussion because I don't know if it's a community thing or a class thing but I know in from my background and others similar to myself mm. money wasn't really a top topic that you really discussed mm. it was just like can you pay the bills mm-hmm. can you get the food can you get the kids clothes cool there, I, there wasn't other than that conversation wasn't really focused on being money astute like okay again similar to yourself um when it comes to money i haven't been taught about money by anyone besides myself like i've had to learn it through trial and error and continue to do so do you know what i'm saying but um i would going into it be a lot more open to just have an open discussion about it like with my partner like what my <laughs> what my perspective is on money, how I how how I view it, how I want to spend it, how how I intend to make it or continue to make it, and um, be more, yeah, just be more open, just be more open. Because I don't, I just from from what I've seen growing up, it was very much as I keep reiterating, it wasn't a discussion that was easily had from what I've been told through my parents' eyes. Do you know what I'm saying? So I would go, I would approach it in a in an open manner. Cool. And you said something really interesting. I don't know if this is something people do in any way, shape, or form in their relationships. Would you? No. What I do know is within our circles, people are not as open as they should be as to what they have or potentially what they're doing. But I'm talking specifically as to what they have. Now, would you divulge or explain to your partner what you actually have, so there's clear and there's sort of so there's clarity as to what you can and can't afford if that makes any sense because I guess 
um, like what you may have noticed for myself is I'm, I'm trying to be a bit more open as to everything really. So yeah, I'm open, trying to be open as to everything. Um, I don't know why that is, but I just find it a bit more comfortable in doing so. And not that I do, I don't have no shame anyway. Not that I'm doing anything mad or wrong, but I'm quite comfortable. No one can beat me with a rod if I'm, well, if I'm, if I'm given the rod. Anyway, um, that makes sense. Just like, <laughs> anyway, um, just skipping over that. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, um, if you're open, then yeah. no one can, it's very difficult to criticize, or you can criticize, but it's very difficult to beat you with that rod. Um, so are you comfortable or would you be comfortable in explaining to your partner what you do and what you don't have? Because I guess sometimes there can be a misinterpretation as to affordability. Um, I think I think now I, I would, whereas before, if you asked me that maybe a couple of years, two years ago, three years ago, I would have been like, nah, I just, I'm just not going to have that conversation. Whereas now, um, yeah, I think I would. Being in a long-term relationship, obviously, wouldn't just wouldn't just be with any random person. I would have to be like, all right, cool. We're we're gonna make if we're making if we make if we've got a commitment and we're making plans together, then yeah, I wouldn't feel no way in saying this is where I am at the moment. This is where I stand. This is what I can do, can't do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because I think that's the only way that you can build if you're gonna look to build with someone. Like let's let's open up the books. Mm. What's, what's, what have you got? What have I got? What have we got? Mm-hmm. And take it from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Now yeah, go into a relationship at the state, my mindset that I am now, and the age that I am now. Yeah, I'll, I would have no problem saying where I'm at, man. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm done. I was gonna ask about but I don't want, I don't want to go down this deep road. Go for it, man. Oh no, no, we can move on. Uh, <laughs> we can close the books on that one. Right, safe. What some of the first lessons you were taught or found out about money? That's the evil one. Someone, something, someone told me. No, I don't. It could be self-taught. It could be mm. a lesson that someone gave you. Do you know? What? And it's not necessarily. It's linked back to money. But one of the first lessons was. Um, I remember I was with my mum. And I was either with my mum or, yeah, I think I was with my mum and I, and I was allowed to buy a pair of trainers. Mm. And all I remember, the, the thing I remember, I'm, I might be getting the story a bit wrong. The thing I remember is my mum saying, you'll find them cheaper somewhere else. This is the first shop you've been in. Okay. That's what I remember. That's what I remember. Mm. That's what I remember. That like, just wait. Like, just like these kind of key kind of words. Just wait or you'll find them cheaper somewhere else, or this is the first place you've been in. Something like it was either all three, a combination of three or one. And I just remember, and 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 as it so happened, on this given day, this lady was like Mystic Meg. So it actually happened like that. That um, essentially I bought a pair of trainers and we went elsewhere and either I found them cheap, I found them cheap or I found one I, I wanted mm. and it gave me the lesson actually, um, uh, what's it called? What's the one, the terminology, something comes to those who wait? Good things, things comes to those who wait. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just remember thinking, okay, cool. There's no, like, you don't have to, not panic. That's the consumer term where you go out and you got impulsive nature to yeah. buy. Actually, no, nah, just just have faith. Like, just have a little bit of faith and, you know, you'll, you'll find it elsewhere or whatever. 
And that's actually held me in good stead because now I'm not like I'm not even up to date with fashion. But I, the latest footwear, I don't need that shit. So that's that's held me in good stead. I'm not like one of these sneaker heads or one of these clothing heads who needs to follow fashion. So what's on trend for spring? So what's autumn collections looking like? All right, I need to update more. I don't need all that. Manago Marbella. All right, I need a new ward. I don't need that. I'll wear 2017's wardrobe because it still fits and you know it's fine. So all that, so that's helped me a little bit. And that stems back from that lesson. And it wasn't necessarily a money lesson, but it was just a lesson yeah, that, that it was just a lesson that, you know, you'll find, you can just wait or look around or find it super somewhere else. Basically that not to rush into the purchasing. Mm. How about you, P? Um, so there's a few things that Mason, <clears throat> Mason said, which triggered thoughts. Cause we've been having, whether it's on the way back from boxing and, and a few of those type of stuff we've had, being able to extend conversations. And obviously I know I mentioned something recently as to like, we're talking about the psychology of money, mm. um, but I guess we can talk about the psychology of ourselves as to either feeling good or not feeling good. And I was saying, obviously I'm in a period of time where <clears throat> not that you can't see the end of the tunnel, but the tunnel is quite long. Mm. <laughs> the tunnel is quite long. Mm. And in so you're going to have to kind of like bite down on the gum shield and either work really hard to get to that point. But on that way, you need a few feel good moments and i said in those moments in recent time yeah carrot cakes yeah Mm. um didn't need that carrot cake to feel good today but just wanted it um (laughs) but like in those feel good moments you end up buying maybe something that you don't necessarily need if that makes sense i've done that over this weekend i've actually bought two pair of trains which i don't actually need um but summer's coming you know i mean you Mm. again you want that feel good factor you want to look good why can't go skinny dipping Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so um, I've kind of like treated myself to one or two bits and pieces. But I guess the point I was making was there are times when you're not feeling as good as you would like to or you should do. And then so you kind of buy you, um, what's that word? Um, anyway, you spend when you really shouldn't be spending. And I guess, thank you, retail therapy. And I think a lot of people are doing that in this day and age and probably have done so for many a year, dare I say. Mm-hmm. Um, but in on the subject of lessons, I guess um, one of the first things that comes to mind, I don't even know if it's a lesson, I guess what I've linked looking good, looking good, sorry, what I've linked like money with is kind of like looking good or feeling good in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So I guess maybe from a young age where I haven't really had any money, I've had to kind of like, I don't want to say scrimp and scrimp for money, but where it's paper rounds, selling bits and bobs and stuff like that to get money. Mm-hmm. When I've had money, I've used it or invested it in myself to look good. And, and obviously at that age, you kind of spend it on, on buying clothes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the thing that I've done throughout my teens and dare I say my early, well, I've done it quite a lot, dare I say, all right? So I've done mm-hmm. that quite a lot. Um, and I think the lessons I've learned from those things or the things I've linked it to is you need money in abundance, which is stating the obvious if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And... I guess that's the thing that's kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to say clouded my journey, but the one thing I've always maybe understood in my journey that like, and obviously in the learning of these books, actually, that is really important for myself to compound my learning to get to that point where I am able to earn a lot of money or I am earning a lot of money due to this reason or that reason. Am I making sense? Because I don't, I don't want to just ramble for the sake of rambling. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so maybe I've just understood like, um, well, earning a lot of money is really, really important. And yeah. Cool. Um, for me, one of my first lessons that I can recall, similar to yourself, Mace, was saving money. And I I remember like when I think back about it, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, I think it was Barclays, Barclays Bank? Might have been Barclays, one of them. But basically they're doing a the promotion and you get, 
a family of pigs, piggy banks. Mm. And it's like, yeah, the mum, the son, the brother, the dad, and had about five of them. And I think, I don't know, if you got the full set now, if you know what I'm talking about, they might, I'm sure they're worth a bit of money, but I think my brother broke a couple of them. So my full set's not quite a full set, but basically going back to that, um, I was given piggy bank from young. So I was always putting in like my coppers and whatever little change that I would get and I would always be like saving change, saving money. And I remember um, one of my most vivid memories about, or yeah, first lessons about money was was saving, like, and just not mm. spending. But mm. like how it occurred was I went on, um, I went on like a, a school trip or something like that. And my mum gave me some some money. You know when you go to like a, a Cheserton or one of them places there, one of them kind of trips there and you get to the gift shop and you can buy a little self a little gift. And so she gave me money to buy gifts and stuff. But I remember going to this particular place. I can't remember where it was, whether it was a farm or one of them trip there. I didn't want to buy nothing. I didn't see nothing that I bought that I wanted to buy. So I didn't buy nothing. But I remember getting back and... My mum was like, oh, how was it? Whatever. I was like, yeah, good. She's like, oh, what did you get? I was like, um, nothing. She was like, oh, so you still got the money? She was like, I was like, she was like, yeah, so you still got the money? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, well done. Like, and she she praised me like, oh, so you didn't spend your money, but so you can keep it kind of thing. And I, I just remember that time feeling like, ah, oh. I don't know. It just felt good. I was being mm. praised for not spending. So for me, it was just like, okay, this saving thing's a good thing. But mm. I guess for her, it was just like, all right, so I don't have to give you more money another time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that yeah. Was, that's what it really was, I guess. But for me, being praised for not spending and saving the money, maybe for something that I actually did want, was was one of my first lessons. But that's not necessarily always good in the long run. Because as you know, now saving money in today's um conditions isn't really the best thing as you alluded to um scared money don't make money mm. so again we're still learning about how to cultivate and use money yeah. as best possible especially in today's um climate where the rates interest rates and stuff are going up down left right and basically you're not earning nothing from saving but yeah now that was one of my first lessons in regards to to money that I can recall it's mad I can't I mean I'm not too sure if I can speak for all of you but I guess when I look back I think a lot of my wants <clears throat> superseded what I was essentially making in some way shape or form and obviously at that young teenage years you're not really making much money if you're working part-time or you're outside just like making money selling phones this that, and the third which is mm. or neither here or there you get money to to do what you need to do go socialize with your friends and maybe buy a bit of clothes but at that age, I remember my wants were far outweighed what I was bringing in. And I don't think I had the, um, I don't think I was strong-willed enough to understand what was a priority and what wasn't a priority. Whereas now I think I'm able to understand what my wants are, what my needs are most importantly, and what's a priority and certainly kind of like categorize them as to high and low. Mm. Whereas before I wasn't able to separate all four of those things. Yeah, that takes that takes um takes practice. It takes practice, takes experiences. Yeah, yeah. You have to um have a couple losses 
to realize, oh, I didn't actually need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of stories on that. Yeah, yeah, we can get into that definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next part, everyone has their own unique experience with how the world works, and what you've experienced is more compelling than what you learn secondhand. That's on page eleven. As investor Michael Batnick says, some lessons have to be experienced before they can be understood. We are all victims in different ways to that truth. So what lesson or lessons with money have you had to experience before understanding? It's mad because, I mean, you're asking these questions and I guess obviously there should be, not there should be different answers for these questions, but I guess the only thing I'm thinking about is I don't have an abundance of money. That's the, the not the lesson, but that's the, the underlying thing as to, okay, cool. In fact, I said I'd learned these lessons as to understand or as to separating my wants, my needs, what's a high priority and what's a low priority. But I guess probably with most people, you're still asking yourself the question, I still don't have enough to cover what my wants or even my needs are in some way, shape or form. In fact, we're going through a period now of austerity where mm. high prices was in regards to bills um, and just very, very simple everyday stuff. Yeah. Um, the question was, what was my earliest lesson? Yeah, so what lessons with money have you had to experience before actually understanding the lesson per se? So, Okay, cool. I'll, I'll, okay, cool. We've <laughs> recently obviously begun um, sitting down monthly and having these conversations in regards to money. I guess the 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 one of the biggest lessons I think I've learned is, is really important to save. And the reason why it's important to save is because with this money that you've saved, that money can go out and make you more money instead of having to go out yourself and make money because there's going to come a time and I don't know if I had a discussion with yourself or maybe someone else. I think our bodies are beginning to change. So yes, we're, me and you are working out quite frequently, whether it's boxing on a Sunday or whether it's um, working out like without each other and all that type of stuff. But there's going to come a time when your body breaks down and not necessarily being not necessarily in in, um, in regards to being able to work out, but in regards to go out there and make money. So you need to be in a position or in a place where your money is out there making money for you whilst mm -hmm. you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And if you're not working obviously proactively towards that, mm. you'll find yourself in a stage or certainly in a period where you get older, 60, not far away. I mean, I know we're 35, 36, but it's going to come out 60 will spin around quickly. And if you haven't put those things in place, you're going to find yourself... I mean, I drive around all day and I guess the one thing I see more often than not, some people are talking about the veterans or I know those from the US um, call them veterans, but those who have worked in the army, I see them outside begging, I don't say begging, but needing money with signs and things like that. Recently, I saw, saw an, an elderly gentleman who was well-dressed asking for money. I said, that should not be fucking happening. And obviously, I'm not too sure why that's happening, but if we're not doing, or we're not working proactively to changing some of our habits, we'll find ourselves in those situations. But I guess to kind of like sum up my answer, I guess um, just understanding the importance of money and that money can actually make you more money. That's a good answer. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think of specific lessons. One of the lessons that comes to mind is, and I, I passed my driving test 17 years old. I should have left it at that. I didn't need a car, but I was, right, get me the car. Come on. My insurance was more than my car. The Standard. car I bought, yeah, <laughs> bruv. Standard. My insurance was more than the car. And I'm just like, that money, I the amount of little accidents, fines, all that money I think about is like, no one even cares that you were driving at 17 at our age now. No. 
None of the girls are around that we was trying to impress. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like so. It's little things like that. I remember. Um. Also, I remember also getting a. I didn't even know at the time what a credit card was. Okay. Got a, got. A, got a, yeah. Anyway, little yeah. Mm. Mm. Shout out my Lagos boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like spend a bills whatever. Getting that. Man's gone into flipping some into a into a well known established branded supermarket mm-hmm. and said, Can I get fifty pounds cash back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. So cash is like, no, nah, can't. Like anyway, long story short, lost money on that. Mm. Just stupid things I've wasted money. Like little those are the stupid little things I've I've wasted money on, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. That didn't like well, I've learned a lesson, like it wasn't worth it. Like I could have got myself a a little, you know I say, criminal record for certain things, and it's just, mm. it wasn't worth it. Like, it, and in the grand scheme of things, to make pence or, yeah, yeah, it's just dumb. I'm thinking straight, <laughs> but yeah, there's been loads of little lessons that I've that I've picked up, and just recklessly spending on stupidness, bruv, When I was younger, one of the things being clothes, like actually, when I was 18, 19, 20, that I was, we were, we were guys that. I remember because we were going out loads. We'd go to Madhouse and go buy go buy clothes for the <laughs> go uh-huh. Pro Beto and go buy a new pair of Versace's and Standard. just that, now, bro. I swear down, bro. I've got I've got all the jeans I need, and I'll probably wear two pairs, bro. Yeah, isn't that mad? And I don't need. I actually don't need. I'm not actively looking for jeans or anything. Or do you know what I'm saying? I've got everything I need. Yeah, like I've got I've got I probably got what I wanted at 17, 18 in terms of the number. Mm-hmm. Like you want a number or a certain number of jeans or tops or whatever, jackets. Mm-hmm. Got all that. Just wear a couple pairs. This literally. one, yeah. This one and the next one. That's all I, love I need. It. That's all I need, bro. Yeah, Don't need anything else. Literally, I got a couple pairs. One one black one, one blue one, one grey one. And that's it. Just alter those and just manipulate yeah. those. So no, I, I fully get There's it. There's more important things in life. Trust me, man. The, the type, of, type of girl that we should be looking for at our age they don't care about this. Trust me, bro. Like, yeah, position yourself where have a little shape up and present yourself nicely when you meet family, friends or go out for a meal, innit? Long run, they don't care about this, bro. Where's my, where's securing our future? Mm-hmm. It's not in those Levi's. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, facts. Um, one of the lessons that I learned was don't count your chickens before they hatch. So meaning don't spend what you don't have yet in your hand. Mm. And... I found, yeah. yeah, I used to do that. Like, like, all right, cool. So when I get this money, I'm gonna go and, as you said, go and spend, <laughs> go buy them jeans. And I see them trainers over there. I'm gonna cop that. Then I'm gonna, cop, oh, do you know what? That thing drops with that one there. I'm gonna cop it. But I ain't made the money to buy it yet. But yeah, I'm already spending it in my head. So one of those, one of those lessons was. Don't start spending before it's actually in your hand at least. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah, don't, don't count your Do you know, I had many days where I was like, like, seriously, <laughs> honestly, after spending that money in your head, the money comes and the money goes and you're yeah. like, where did that go? Yeah, yeah a couple of men, like when we were young, I don't know what they was thinking, they took out credit cards from young, like, <laughs> yeah, to pay for like the Malia trips. And oh, the, yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm, and then like, I never done that. That's one thing I didn't do. I never went out and spent something I didn't have, like I paid, ca- like I didn't have a, cr- I didn't yeah, have a credit yeah, until so. I think my bank actually at a certain age just sent me one. Like I didn't ever apply for one or anything like that. Didn't have one until uni. Yeah. 
I don't even know if I had one. I might have had one then. I don't know. And even then, I didn't use it. I only, exactly. I only got it because there was that. What's the um, Freshers Week? Freshers Week, and there's like, oh, have that. Have a credit card. I never okay. used it. I was, I was like, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not falling for that yeah, one. I'm yeah, not falling yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, Cash yeah. money, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real talk. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, but I know, man. That you know, they Yo, you're have, sick. They didn't have the, they didn't have the funds for the, for for trips and that. I took out, and that's probably fucked up their their credit thing. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, as long as man could ride it out, I always had the page go thing. Mm. Like I never, I didn't have the, the yeah, bills and that, no or the pay monthly ones where you can cut, you can pay the month, cut it like at any yeah. point. Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying? Go is the way still. So cash, straight cash. Yeah, that was that was one good thing to be fair. Yeah. <laughs>